it's going to degrade the picture more. It's just all the things. Listen, I mean, if, okay, if we're talking about degrading pictures, again, I need to just remind you, and I don't think we're on the air yet, but you deleted all of those, those, those pictures of me, right? <laughs> those degrading pictures of. Uh, if I say yes, will you believe me? There was pudding, applesauce. It was all <laughs> everywhere, dude. Everywhere between my toes, in like behind my ears. It was. I never thought you could fit that much slop in a kiddie pool, in my entire <laughs> life. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, content creation, video games, with a heavy focus on the first-person shooter Escape from Tarkov. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, a streamer, YouTuber, and just general Escape from Tarkov content creator. And I'm Veritas, um, and I'm unemployed. <laughs> that's, so that's sad. By by choice, it's though, right? Not, it's not sad. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> It's exciting. That's for, good for me. Yeah, I uh, I quit my job. Was it last week? It feels you like work it's remotely, been... right? Yeah, yeah. I so you didn't get to have a moment where you like pushed everything off the desk and yelled, "I quit." I've never done. It was I've like it was like that. a virtual. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine because the thing is, is that like I usually have so much shit with me that I'd be like, "I'm fucking done," and there'd be twenty minutes of like <laughs> picking up my like co- like empty coffee containers and throwing them in trash and like wrapping up my mechanical keyboard and you know <laughs> I can't just leave in like a yeah. Uh, you got to pre-plan it. You got to do all that and then spontaneously quit. I, so I'm just like, I'm going to conveniently take my dolly full of stuff out of here. When I was at the the robotics company that I was at for somewhere between three and four years, um, which was my two jobs ago. Um, okay. I, so we were, they were, they were doing a huge, huge renovation to the building, like totally redoing all of the interior, um, like flooring, walls, all that shit. So we were basically like told at some point like okay this is when you have to move all your shit um and i think it was sometime around twitchcon maybe i just remember coming back from twitchcon um because oh right so before i left for twitchcon i basically packed all my shit in a box because it was like we're moving while you're gone so Mm. i'm like i could put all my stuff in a box and it's like, okay, well, then somebody can just put it on the cart and, like, bring it up to where our new area is. And then yeah. when I get back, I'll give my um, my notice. But it's like I already had all my shit in a box. It was already <laughs> – and I actually, when I did that, I, I took most of it and I, like, put it in my trunk because I'm like, well, I'm not bringing any of this shit back. So yep. uh, I was able to basically clear out my desk without, you know, under – and do it undercover. That's um, that's perfect. But, yeah, this time perfect. around I just uh, – I called my – or I, I, I sent my boss, like, a – we don't use Slack because <clears throat> part of what the product that we worked on was essentially like a Slack. It was like a messenger, oh, okay, video yeah. messaging, you know, VoIP, all that stuff. And um, so I I pinged him and was like, "Hey, can we hop on a call?" And I was like, "Hey, we got the release out." Like I, because I was working on a release um, of of our our software, and I said the release mm-hmm. is ready. Blah blah blah. All the testing is done. Everything. And um, today's my last day. <laughs> also. I didn't even give my two weeks. It's the first time my, in, in a decade where I wow. didn't give my two weeks. It was that bad, huh? It it was less that it was like that bad and more 
it was a couple different things. For, it was two main reasons why I quit. It was because I just like what I was doing wasn't personally, emotionally, and or professionally fulfilling. It was just yeah. like it it wasn't exciting. You know, like I yeah. wasn't learning anything. That. I've done messengers type stuff before. I've done video streaming. I've done all that stuff. It's just it wasn't it wasn't sexy. And the other half of it was um, just headaches with um, a particular coworker that just kind of like was making it less and less fun every day. Um, so it's kind of awkward to be like, I'm all of a sudden I'm sick of this fucking guy. Yeah. Here's my two weeks while I work alongside him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, nah, I've just had, just had kind of had enough. Sorry. Um, but it it went well. And, uh, now I'm, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to like not, especially with the streaming and music and YouTube, like I don't have to rush into finding something new. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking, but yeah. It's nice that your life affords you the opportunity to do that when you need to do that. And then also like take your time to find the next thing for you. Yep. So that's cool. Yep. So, uh, cool. so yeah. How's, uh, how's Tarky been for you? Man, Tarko has been good. Tarko has been good. The, the wipe for me was so rough at the beginning. I don't know why. Like it was just, I, it was, I think it was a, I think it was like a mixture of me just playing bad and then just some bad RNG. But like the first few days, I was like feeling like I was bashing my head against the wall. But this past week, it's really like ramped up and I've had a ton of fun, like um, just using a bunch of guns I haven't used. And, and questing is just a reason to do something other than just like, where do you want to go to chase down gunshots, shoreline or labs or this? So, so it's been good. It's been, it's been pretty chill. How about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it hasn't been bad. Um, there's been a few things that have, have been a little bit eye rolly for me lately. Um, one of which I'm, I'm in like the, the vortex that is all of the shoreline quests all in a row. Um, and I don't know if it's the game over time, which we've talked about before, or if it's shoreline, but I'm, I'm getting back to getting stutters again. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you put it on the thing. I don't think I've had a stutter in 12.6. Weird. Okay. Well, and I've run Shoreline. I did, so for the drops, I did a 13-hour stream, and I did like 11 of it with Geeksa, and we spent like nine of those hours on Shoreline <laughs> because it was, it was all those quests. It was all those stupid quests. So yeah, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I haven't I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's it's also been, the the, the one thing that I'm, I'm enjoying, I think, less and less is even though I'm seeing like uh, a decent amount of success in through the quests and in a lot of the raids, I find mm-hmm. that the hideout um, just because I I I want to like check shit off the list and yeah. I want to collect the things I need for the hideout, but then it takes up space. So at some point you're just like, well, I might as well just start upgrading stuff. But yeah. Then you're like, I'm only three car batteries away from this other thing and you look in their 200k and it's like yeah as soon as i make a million rubles it it's instantly gone it's just gone for yeah. like a fraction of one of the upgrades yeah and it's all and then like when i when i take the time to read what the the benefits are for some of the things because i've literally just like clicked through and never pay attention it's like 15 percent faster health regeneration like oh yeah i just hit the heal instantly button yeah you just know? The like, wall, yeah like, it definitely fuck, feels like there's it? yeah it definitely feels like there's a few things that are like 
really worth it that they've continued to tinker with, which is like, you know, the, the lavatory, the workbench and the med station where you can craft most of the things. But then a lot of times it's like to get lavatory three, you have to get rest space and heating to level three. And those you don't fucking care about nothing, <laughs> nothing to me other than faster healing. Um, but they require an enormous amount. So it's like, you can tell this is like, this is obvious money sink just to stall progression. And then this is the, this is actually provides value to me. And it's hard to tell if like they're going to tinker with those things over time, but they feel just like very obvious, just like stop, go collect 12 more car batteries. Um, yeah. I mean, it's interesting yeah. though, it's because like the prices of those items, um, they, it's not like battle state is determining them. It's largely, yeah. It's largely what like what the first few people started to put stuff up for um, yes. because there's, you know, a limited supply with the found and raid. Although I, I, I will say that, like, it seems like now the limited supply doesn't feel so limited anymore. It doesn't seem yeah. so limited. Um, no. You know, for the first week, you'd search for something and there would be zero things for sale. It's like, holy yeah, shit. Now there's things, yeah. pretty much nothing that you can't find. Um, although they're like ridiculously expensive. Like I was looking at red rebels and there was yeah. only four for sale and they were all, one was like barter for like a handful of lead X's or something. I was like, fuck yeah. really like they're, yeah. they're always terrible deals. Um, yep. but uh, I really wish they'd just get rid of all the barter. Or I at least like the, the ability, to, the ability to what the ability to like put something up, for uh, items like let the traders do that but i don't know i just feel like they're yeah. always scams yeah they yeah i think well okay so i'll come back to that i watched landmark try to sell a red rebel he he had already found one and he oh he bartered for one and then he killed sturman and he had one so he had two so he's like trying to sell it and he was anything anything he put it if he put it up for like four million the, oh, the tax? fee, the fee was like two and a half million, and then he, if he put it up for seven million, the fee was like five and a half million. Like there was so little profit difference between the numbers, uh, uh, whatever. The, there was so little profit difference, and he did. He tried like ten different numbers. I was watching it. It gets to the there point where so it, little, it's like the yeah. fee is exactly what you would make. Yeah, exactly. Profit difference between putting it up for three million and putting it up for ten million. And he got to a point where it was like, I'm starting to lose money by if I put it up for twelve million, I make less because the tax is so much. So he's like. What is this? Like, you know what I mean? But I get that they're trying, that's them trying to like avoid the just like insanely price gouging things. But it's like a weird. Why don't they just make it like 20%? Yeah, just like flat. It's like this weird curve. Yeah. It's because they, but, it's and, because they don't want. The thing is, is that like that's based off of. It's, I, it could be based off of a few things. They could have a hard coded value for the item. Yeah. It could be based off of like what it's historically sold for. You know, an average, which yeah. I'm skeptical of. It could be like what the whatever the average price is, quote unquote, that you see on the market. Yeah, um, it could be based on that, which might be the average sale price. But again, that's almost always wrong because yes. it's and like, there were no red rebels up for sale at this time. Yeah, there, so, were not, there was the one barter from Jaeger, and then the one he was going to put up. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, I just but feel then, like that's a way of them. That's a way of them controlling the price in a way that I don't yeah. think is fair. If there's, if I have one of a thing, I should be able to charge ten million. If someone's willing to pay it, I should be able yeah. to do it. Yeah. 
And then the, back to your point about like the barters, the, it is weird. They're always scams. Like it's hard. It's like, I have no idea. I haven't really put any thought into this either, but it, it does feel like that could be at the current state of the game where almost everything in the game has value, you know, corrugated hoses, bolts, tape, all this stuff has value. I just bartered last night, right before I got off, like I've been saving up all the duct tape and the blue tape and I bartered for a sick case and I had to buy a few nails and paracords, but I didn't have to buy. I was like, it's cool that this stuff has value. It feels like right now is the, would be the best time ever for that side of the flea market to be thriving. Like, Oh, I've got, a few corrugated hoses I don't need. And I don't feel like buying a bunch of tape for 30 K a roll of tape. Like let's see if somebody wants to barter, but it's so hard for that to succeed because the way the flea markets flea markets like laid out, like you have to click on every barter to expand it and see what they want. And the value that it says, it's like, well, this person's offering 63,000 rubles worth of tape, but that's if tape is worth a thousand rubles, which you think it is. But right now in the flea market, it's worth 30,000 rubles. So it's, it's almost like sad because we're set up for that side of the market to succeed, but it's just not. It's just scam, scam, scam. This is the trader barter, and then this is everything that's for sale. I kind of, so I, I kind of feel like it would be really cool if there's there's a number of things that, that they could do. Um, but imagine if you could say like, "What can I buy with all the shit I have?" And it showed mm. you all of the barter trades yes. that were that had combinations of things that you had oh. right now. So you that would could, be so like let's say I mean you like show me all the guns that I could get and it's like yeah. I would be willing to trade this fucked up Ford armor and this other thing for like this decently modded AK that's cool so at, yeah. at, at any point you could basically say I've got all of these things I'm willing to like put in a giant basket almost well actually wait that's a fucking flea market like yeah. you have a big that's table a out market. with all of your things and yeah. it's like I've got this I'll take this that and that for this. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to have someone like th- this part of it was is automated. You don't have to have somebody yeah. like you would normally sitting in front of the table and exchanging the value. You could just essentially have what is like a scav junk box that anything you put in there could sell for some price, even yeah. if it was automatic. I would fucking love that, even if it was like yeah. 10% less than this is like the best idea I think I've ever yeah, fucking come I'm, up with. I'm, I'm going crazy because like you could do it a few different ways. You could do that or you could have it so like your stash or maybe a junk box is just like like updating and it could do from the other perspective where it's like I have this gun and I'm looking like I have this dope modded M4 and I only need three more blue tapes, five more yellow tapes or white, you know, duct tapes and a paracord. And then that you just puts that offer out and it like pings you and it's like, Hey, you have this, you know, do you want to buy? Like you could do it a few different ways, but I think something like that is way because everything is on the table as opposed to just right click blue tape required search. You know what I mean? Like it, it's such a weird, I'm, I'm going to propose right now a new, yeah. a new, um, station in the hideout, okay? And this one is called Flea Market 2. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like you it, so it's a basically a box. It's it's a it's a like a drop-off box essentially. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is you can open it up and it would almost be like how you transfer insurance over to your inventory yes. or to the other way. You could take any items you want Bro. and just control click them over into this box. And what happens is those things get taken. Um and maybe you pay a flat fee plus a percentage or whatever. I don't know. 
But essentially what you do is take everything, junk table is a good name, yeah, you take yeah, everything yeah. and you put it in this box and it gets taken out of your inventory. And you basically say, this is all shit I want to put up on the market. And what it would do is it would, um, a, a couple of things. It could either auto list everything at, yeah. at whatever the minimum price is on the market right now. Cause that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to list it for one ruble less than the minimum price right now. Yeah, that's it. Um, or it could take all of them and I, I guess it could like, I don't know if you, you wouldn't want it to like change prices really dynamically. Yeah. You, it might, you might want to say like, take everything. It's almost like the scav junk box, but the other way I'm yes. dropping it off at the scav junk box scavs, take it to the flea market, sell everything for me. Even if it, I take a little bit of a cut because what this gets around is the fact that bolts are 1800 rubles to like skier right or whatever yeah. but they're 18,000 on the flea market but if i have like yeah. one bolts one screws one blue tape like i don't want to yeah. be listing them it's just so cumbersome no that would be a, ra a way around listing yeah. bullshit on the flea market and also it would help out players who um have limited stash space and maybe you can only do it like once a week or something so you can take yeah. all your time fill up your scav junk box in your inventory and then it's like okay yeah. now that it's full let me offload it all and sell it all rather than take a fucking hour and individually list everything yes it takes it all right away and then yeah you have a cooldown on it so that you know you can't because there has to be something restricting yeah. your stash right um mm -hmm. but even if it was more barter oriented even if it was just even if like it's like a there's there was like your offline stash, you know what I mean. This is just everything you have, and it's almost like an online stash. You put everything in here, and now, like, I don't know how to connect buyer and seller. It's it it's complicated, but it just feels better to be able to use all this stuff. You know what I mean? And be like, uh, well, you know would what it, I mean? would I, it matter if if you have you know like if your tape is worth ten and theirs is yeah. worth and and you want something that's worth thirty. Like you're going to put all your junk up and get the money. And then like later yeah. you can go searching for the thing, but you already have the money. So it, yeah. it's take out the middleman. Sorry, don't take out the middleman. This essentially yeah, uses yeah, yeah. a middleman, but it takes Use out middleman. the UX and the UI around needing to fucking match together. I've got these seven things that I want to get rid of. And those 14 people each have one of the 14 things that I want in some yeah. combination. Like that's just something that I think would be, I wouldn't want Battlestate to build that. Let me just say this. Yeah. Um, just, l just let me get rubles like I do. Just make it easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. The whole like flea market. And then like, if you look up at the top right now, it says auction house next to it. You know what I mean? And it's, it's uh black that, and they've talked about that. And then in something in one of the podcasts, it might've been the Russian one. Somebody asked about the auction house and Nikita's response is, we actually don't know if we're going to make that now because the flea market functions as that on accident. Yeah. And I remember before the flea market came, the uh, the general idea of what it was was that you couldn't actually list things for money. That it was the flea market was the barter, much like a flea market, and that eventually the auction house would come, which is when you can put stuff up for money. And it was super weird, where it was like, is the flea market the one where you can? buy things with money or you can put stuff up with money and nobody knew. And then it came out and it was like, Oh, you can just do everything. I mean, isn't, you can, you can buy, it, sell. And 
I don't know. I'm not saying that I don't know if they should, but it was just interesting that at one point they had two visions for two sides of this. And now they're like, ah, it's just kind of the flea market. <laughs> Listen, money is an item. I'm going to, yeah. but we're going to barter and I'm going to give you the, these paper squares and yeah. you're going to give me the shit that I want. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of fucking currency system anyway. It's interesting. So, interesting. Um, well, I think something like that could definitely be introduced in the hideout that could, uh, yeah, I'm literally going to fully flesh this out. This is like my week now. I'm going to I'm going Good. to fully flesh this out. Um, maybe even come up with a UI. Th th think about some of the caveats. Like you don't want to make it so that you can just use it as a temporary stash. Make it yeah. so when you take everything, um, you know, even if you have to go through in a list, um, Im imagine if there was like a list on the left side with all of the items that you had, right? Um, mm -hmm. And you could click on the item and it was almost like a list detail. You know how like if you open up the mail app on your iPad, it's like yeah. a master detail where there's like the list and then the the thing. So you yeah. click on the item and it would show you the listings. I mean, this is like the dumb, most dumbed down way, but then you could decide what the price was. Um, and then you could just type in the thing, click, look at what the price was, type in the thing, click. That would be way click, uh, quicker than needing to do all that shit it would basically be yeah. one a bulk upload of a bunch of different items um yeah you know with one one fee and it could even be um that you pay you know maybe either you pay the fee all at once at the beginning or when you collect everything you what you essentially do is you take like a chunk of you know what the sales and then also like you might get all the items back that didn't sell um yeah and maybe they charge you for that too, right? So you're incentivized to sell it. You don't want to just like offload it to make more space to then get it yeah. back without cost. Um, yeah. You know, there should be some, Yeah, yeah. you should, there should be some fee taken out whether or not it's before or after. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, Man. and that would be fucking, that, that would, would be, be sick. That would be sick. I'm going to go ahead and do that. That would be dope. Um, yeah. I think, I think this, some areas of the hideout that they've continued to tinker with are like have been working well. And then some of them, like they keep, you know, adding barters, which are cool. But the, you mean crafting? The uh, crafting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the same thing at the beginning of like, so at the beginning of point 12, the hideout was there. And then at the end of point 12, they had added so many crafts that would have been helpful at the beginning. But I never, see, I never, and the same thing is happening again where like, They've added a lot of really helpful stuff and they've added a lot of helpful stuff and some of it feels really good and some of it feels like that continuation of like the, um, here's a problem, we create a solution, that solution creates another problem, so here's a little solution like that. So like the the being able to craft, um, like they, they added the ability to craft like vertexes and the military COFDM things or whatever in, in a hideout. In which it's probably like in, intelligence center. Yeah, yeah. I haven't built Intel that center. yet. Intel okay. Center level two, which is expensive to get. Um, oh wait, I do have Intel one, but Intel two, yeah, you, it's yeah. You need three folders of intelligence, three flash drives, but you know none of that has to be found in RAID. But it's still folders of intelligence are going for three hundred. I almost on the built that. Right I almost built that today, yeah. and it was like I have two Intels, and I was yeah. like, fuck, I don't, I didn't have three hundred K because I literally yeah. bought my way through all twenty yeah. fucking gunsmith tasks, so that yeah. went all my money. <laughs> you get five folders of intelligence. From Jaeger Task. So eventually, you get five total. So I'm kind of just waiting to get them. Anyways, the um, the so the the military, the Vertex, and the CUFDM, whatever you can craft those, but they have like no value 
outside of just the quest. And some of the items you need for them are like SSDs, which I found like two SSDs in point 12, right? So what's going to happen is because the quest needs, I need them found in raid. I'll get to then. I don't want to run labs. And so I'll just buy everything on the market. I'll craft them. I can get through the quest. And that feels like a, well, that feels like, that's like, I'm going to craft those things once. And then I'm, that's just not, I'm never going to do that again. But then last wipe, they added on the flip side of that, like the corrugated hose craft really early in lavatory. And that's something that I think is really cool. Because throughout the hideout, I counted the other day. I don't remember exactly, but you need like 20 corrugated hoses for just the yeah. hideout. And then you need like eight or 10 found in raid for quests. And so now that's this thing where it's like, if I find one, I'm definitely going to save it. Or I might even sell the found in Raven on the flea market for 100K because I'm just always looking for tape because you need three of the blue tape, three of the white tape and one of something else. And I can craft two. Yeah. And so like that, that's a craft that like I'll come back to. It's a craft that makes three other items way more valuable to me. And then it's a balance of I found three and I crafted two, but I need six or whatever. Like, so, so they're continuing to tinker with it. And the hideout is, I'm so excited for the hideout, but it's just like, we keep seeing these, these little things. And I, I, and I just don't know. Sometimes I'm like, yes, this is so good. More of this. And then sometimes I'm like, that, that you added that craft to just make the quest not found in raid. Yeah. Because it, it's just a circle around. So I'm just going to buy a bunch of not found in raid. To, like, you know I mean, what I mean? Or, so, or the quest could be changed from, you need to find these found in raid, um, you know, hoses or, you can wait 18 hours and find or purchase three blue tape and three white tape. Like you've just, yeah, you've essentially made it so that there's an alternate win condition yes. for all the quests, which so exactly. I, I'm, I'm, I came around, I never used to craft because at the end of like, by the time I upgraded everything I, at that point, it was like, I have enough money, infinite money to be able to do fucking like whatever. So yeah. I wasn't going to like, Craft, craft an IFAC yeah. or whatever. Like it's just not worth my goddamn time to, yeah. to keep that going. And as soon as I invest in having something be made, it's almost like I'm committing to then this thing being something that's worth crafting, which means anytime it's not actively crafting, I feel bad about it. You know, it's yes. like having machinery that's not working. It's so I actually like half of me just fucking avoids it altogether. Um, but I, I, I will say that I couldn't find the last, the Wilson cigarettes or in the yeah. last couple to Shanka were getting really annoying cause I kept dying. So it was like, oh, I can just craft, you know, five of these and two of these and oh, okay. So then it just made it nice to just be able to cross that quest off the yeah. list. Um, but again, that's like, it's, I'm never going to touch it again. And, yes. and, I, and the things that you use to craft them aren't things that I'm ever going to pick up really. Cause like, what is it like? There's the squash some other fucking yeah. thing and it's like yeah i, I and, don't generally pick those up and if mm-hmm. i wanted to craft them the and i so and i went to buy the things all of those values have been artificially inflated yes. to three-fifths of a tashanka is the you know the price of this yeah. beef stew and then two-fifths yeah. of it is the price of two you know yeah so it's like and therein lies like the like the correct loop, right? It's the the right loop is like you want something that's going to 
end up bringing you enough value that you attempt to look for the items needed to create it and raid. Because that's exactly it. A Wilson cigarette brings you no value. So you will not attempt to find those things that you need to craft it and raid. You'll buy them on the flea market. Yeah. You know what I mean? Outside of the one quest. But like, let's just say, because Nikita has said before that they're going to be um, making the graphics cards have durability. Dude. This, if you could craft graphics cards as your graphic cards are breaking down, mm -hmm. there's a perfect, I'll always be looking for whatever items I need because that graphics card, it brings so much value to me to have another one to replace it. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, LCDs and screens and screws and wrenches and wires, I'll always be looking for those things. And that's kind of something that like works in perpetuity because that's like a, because the Bitcoin farm is such an endgame thing. I yeah. want to keep all fifty in there. So something like that, there's got to be a way to I, bring I have, enough value to be looking for the items. I have a fucking idea that this might be another four hundred IQ idea, or it might be brain dead. I don't know. You have to <laughs> let me know what you think. But imagine if maybe there is like three to five core crafting recipes in all the different stations. But imagine if there was like one or two or three dynamic, random, randomly generated for every individual person mm. recipes. So maybe tomorrow it's a propane tank and two things of the tall Tashanka. And it gives you, it doesn't necessarily, the problem is it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So to speak, because you're not going to pour your beef stew on your fucking on a propane tank and get something. But like, imagine if random collection of items could equal this other thing that has value, then it doesn't make it so that those items are always. Yes. Because, because now everybody's looking, everybody's looking for all yeah. of those tall cans. So they all, the value stays yeah. the same. But if it's, if it's always changing for each person, then people are looking for different things and it's, then the ah, values are constantly dude. changing every day to like today. If I could, I maybe I roll the dice and I get a Ledex for like two Saluas and a Gazelle. It's like, holy fuck, like I need to find these today. That's almost like a yeah. way of having a dynamic quest without having dynamic quests. I was about to say, it's like day, you could have like daily and weekly crafts, just like daily and weekly quests. And it's like just like hideout driven daily and weekly quests where like the weekly ones might be whatever, whatever. But like, I almost kind of love that. It would be hard because like, we're like, does every, does every player get their own crafts and who's the one that's creating those? Or is it just, is it that there's a hundred crafts every day and it's split between the player base or whatever? Make them but random I'm, for every person and, and you'd have to be found in that idea. I love that idea. Oh, found in raid crafts. Like you have to. Yeah. So, and which is, it's again, this is like a band aid to fit in with their band aided system. But otherwise, yeah. then you could just buy a gazelle and two things and, and you just made a million rubles for doing nothing. But if it was yeah. found in raid, um, it would at least. Yeah. Like give you which, a which reason. Which, once again, is complicated because like you can't really find a gazelle in raid, right? You know what I mean? So it limits the amount of things. It would need to be a specific but, pool of items. But I, I I really think we're tracking on an idea that's really cool here because exactly because then I can be like, log on, holy crap, uh 
I can craft a lead X and I need uh, you know, blood sets and a saline solution. So, but found in rate. So all day I'm running shoreline first floor, trying to get enough of those things to craft it before the day rolls over. And I miss the lead X like, but it doesn't art, but that exactly, but that one craft doesn't automatically make saline solution 600,000 rubles because it's one third of a lead X. Like, okay. Another, yo. another, okay. This is, this is this Another is gonna sit. One. This is gonna sit right next to. I'm fucking. I'm doing this, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna theory craft this out. This is another thing that sits next to the the scav junk table that I proposed before, and it's yeah. it's maybe it's prep or whatever. Like a fucking, <laughs> it's a phone or a phone booth or whatever, right? That yeah. That and this makes sense if it's a barter. But if it's done through the hideout, it wouldn't have to be like in the in the sale trader UI. Um, yeah. So imagine if you go and you open the thing up and it's just like a picture of prep board that's like, I need this these randomly selected combination of items in the yeah. next 24 to 72 hours. Yeah. Find them for me and I'll give you this randomly mm-hmm. selected treasure thing. That would have to be. So the Ooh. thing is that it would have to be worth. Um, it it would it would have to be worth. If only the game knew how to fucking calculate values, <laughs> it would did. have to be worth because more I, than like the you this know. This is like a this is like a way more engaging scav junk box. Instead of just buy moonshine off market, plug in moonshine. Two hours later, receive terrible loot. It's like. Proper saying you're going to get a treasure item. You know what I mean? Maybe he's maybe he says it's a lead X. Maybe he says it's whatever. It's a bulletin board. You go yeah. up and it's a little oh sticky note. God, and every dude, day yes. there's going to be a new sticky note that basically says, "Hey, hello, hello, comrade. I need, <laughs> I need, I need, I need uh, fourteen yeah. AI twos, and I need a salua, and I'm also going to need uh, some peace because I, my wife, she loves peace." The therapist, yeah. my wife, which, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the books, um, they were together. Uh, I made that up, by the way. Um, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. It, it, I'm talking about my fan fiction, okay? My fan uh, fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, have read that. <laughs> it's a graphic novel. <laughs> with a capital G. With a capital G. Um, <clears throat> okay, yeah. Sorry, I, I wasn't gonna bring no, up those degrading but, photos again. Um, but uh, but yeah, I see what you're doing. The bulletin board, you could even you can even make it lore based, right? Where like Peacekeeper will give you something like NATO, you know what I mean, like an M4, like a kid M4 or something. Like Ragman could give you like slick armors or something like that, or Gen fours. Like you could you could extrapolate this out a bunch of different ways that the end result isn't just like crazily inflating something on the market because let's say these rewards are not found in raid. It's stuff I want to use, you know what I mean? Like an armor or whatever. So it's not going to inflate the value on the market. And it's going to be one one instance of like, if it's lead X's, there's only one person or three people that are going to get lead X's today from that thing. Um, But then everybody else is going to, like you might get a a clock or you might get a lion or you might get... And it forces you into a raid and into a raid with the of the purpose of doing something other than just chasing gunshots. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I got a good one today. I'm going to go try and find these items. I know they spawned stashes and I'm this, so I'm going to do some stash runs on shoreline and then some interchange. Like, 
Dude, this is the okay. Wait a yeah. minute. Wait a minute. This, oh. I literally, I just invented the fucking like the beginning of the end game. Imagine you're yeah. done with all your quests. Imagine that you can just you can only take one at a time. Let's say, but imagine that like there's just these randomly generated things so that you're it's almost yeah. like you're doing fetch quests over and over and over. But again, yeah. it gives you a mini reason to do yeah. something and to loot everything or to go to specific maps. It's like why am I gonna go? Let's say it's a gazelle found in raid you're only going to find that on the mannequin in generic right or whatever so yeah. it's like holy shit or maybe on raiders or something so yeah so that's dude yeah that would that would keep me playing the game for yeah. much longer when i'm done with all the exactly. quests and the hideout like if 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 i'm on fucking missions yeah um, and maybe and it's dog tags it. yeah yeah for pvp and missing it doesn't like like, that's why I got so frustrate, frustrated for my, like, gas analyzer. You know, I couldn't find him this. I, like, I searched so many because it was holding me back from progressing through the game. Like, this is just something it's like, let's say you, like, you need that gazelle and you're running labs and you're running reserve for the raiders and you just, like, you miss it. You either die with the gazelle on you. It's not like I can't freaking go. I can't unlock Peacekeeper. Sorry. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, we missed it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It gave me a reason to play today. We missed it. I still have 10 million rubles. Like, I'm still okay. And I still, I yeah. was still doing something on the way there. But yeah. It, yeah, it needs to be something like the greatest player of all time. If they can kill this, then they can make really good money. Um, outside of the fact that PvP is wicked expensive. Like, this is a way to, yes. this is a way to make it so that individuals can make money while not making it so that like everybody is doing the same thing and all making money the same way. Cause it's not yes. just go labs, farm raiders. Um, yeah. you know, it's now I have a reason to fill my backpack with all these random shit because, you know, maybe there's three sticky notes that I'm working on today. And you know, when yep. you hand them in, maybe it's like, cool, I'll be back tomorrow, you know, like check yep. in tomorrow. And there's just a timer that says like, you can't ch do it for 24 hours or whatever. Yep. Um, dude, I like that. I like that a lot, dude. Oh, There's and just, then if you get a certain amount of these, you can get a gift. So maybe like every 10 things that you complete, maybe Prapor will be like, yo, here's like three custom decked out, like built by Nikita oh, yeah. guns, you know, that are like really sick or, he, you know, yep. that maybe, maybe that's like the only way you can get thermals is like, you know, the one the one yeah. gift from like the the doing 10 of these fucking things that would by definition take 10 days assuming you could do every one in 10 days yeah. um you know every 10 you get like a special gift that maybe is like a a much rarer thing that you can only get yep. oh bud i Bro. i'm i'm literally going to open up photoshop like and start drawing I'm going to have to look up how to draw sticky notes. I'm sure it's just a square with like a little curly cue in one corner. Like that's a sticky note, right? I like how that's the first thing you were concerned about. We just like fixed the end game of Tarkov. I'm going to open up Photoshop and Google how to draw a sticky note. Well, yeah, Step it's not one. compelling on, without yep. visuals, bud. It's not compelling without visuals. He says to his podcast audience, <laughs> yeah. fuck me, dude. I'm not. Okay. Well, dude, I'm a, I'm about it for sure. I've never been so hyped for anything in my f life, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause it just doesn't, I'm trying to think through like what, you know, what would be the downside? It doesn't, it doesn't blow up the value of items outside of the 24 hours. It's not something that you can just like farm off the flea market. It's, it's not something that like, 
if I can do a lot of these, it doesn't hurt somebody who can't do a lot of these. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you cannot do it and it doesn't change anything. You can get to 40 just the same. You can get to Kappa just the same. It's not. Yeah, you can you can play this game just the same if it takes you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the hard, the hard, the hard part, really the only difficult part is figuring out. Is, is it's going to be the algorithm that they use to randomly yes. generate what these things are because you don't want it to be one AI two for seventeen no. LEDX, right? Like exactly. obviously, exactly. But you also don't want it to be, you know, seventeen Saluas for one gold chain. Like okay, exactly. Fuck off. It needs to be like 400 percent yeah. of the actual true market value of the thing. Yeah. And when I say true market value, the the complicated part of that is is that that means different things. Sometimes selling it to therapists is going to be the best thing. Sometimes selling it on the flea market is going to be the best thing. Yes. I don't, you know. Yeah. Sometimes disassembling the whole thing and selling it in pieces or repairing something versus not repairing it. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I And, and I was thinking that like, you know, you were saying, you know, it sometimes it's worth selling to therapists and sometimes not. And that, so that, that's a way, cause that's like separate from the flea market, what we're talking about basically, because these items ha- have to be found in raid. Like it would be interesting if there was a way to do a similar thing from the traders, just like straight up barters, like, 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 you know, if the sick, the sick case barter changed every week or something like that, that way the things that are on the market also fluctuate in value so that it is like, you know what I mean? Because everything kind of just like levels out like three weeks after the wipe, everything just levels out to this is just how expensive everything is unless they just add a new barter or add a new thing. But if there was some way to make what's actually on the market more dynamic and the value of the items that are off the market more dynamic, then you're like, I found this thing. Do I sell it on the market? Do I sell it to therapists? Do I or like, do I sell it on the market? Or do I turn it into therapists for this daily thing? But make it more engaging. That's, I don't even think we need to talk about that. That requires so much more like trying to keep the, the flea market in check or dynamic just is so much more complicated than this, where it's like, this is just the player, the trader, and we're just doing our thing and it's cool. But but I just had that thought when you were saying that. I was like, man, it would be cool because right now the systems, you would just know. You would be like, oh, well, this is just worth selling on the flea market even if I find it. Always. Well, no, no. I mean, right now I I have to go click on therapist, see how much it would sell. Then I need to exit out of that menu, right-click it, do filter by item, s- make sure that it's sorted, you yeah. know, barters are gone, and then look at the cheapest one or the cheapest two or three just to make sure yeah. that it one wasn't like a big undersale. But it's like, yeah. honestly... the. the the value of an item, I think you could safely say that it was the average of the last hundred sold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're going to end up if it's fifteen thousand, and then they're selling for fifteen between twelve. Once those all sell, they're going to go thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, twelve. Like you know, the average is around thirteen or fourteen k. That yeah. average, however, they come up with that is what could be used for oh, all I of these all of these relative values for all of these things. And for the scav junk table or whatever, right? Where you can, oh yeah, because then the, the the price is automatically set to some value. That's you know, I mean, you could even maybe even say all of these items put them all up for ten thousand rubles less than the minimum price, 
or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although if it's less than just... 10,000 and it's a little more complicated, but, but like there's something they could do to make that really easy. To make it easier. And then, yeah. but that would also help with barter trades. Um, when, when you go to look on the flea market and you get barter trades, those fucking values are actually accurate. You know, when yes. it shows, when it shows you're trading three Lenexes for a red rebel and that's cheaper than 412 yeah. Bitcoin yeah. for a red rebel, which is cheaper than 3 million for, it's like, well, n what? No, none of that makes sense. Yeah. None of it makes sense. So valuing items is a really good place to start and, uh, mm -hmm. Fuck, dude. That, I feel like those three things we just came up with, coming up with the right yep. value for items and then using it for... Using that for both of these other things. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and they wouldn't. you wouldn't need... The cool part about having it be a part of the hideout is it adds more value to the hideout, um, yep. but it also, like, they don't need new UI and they don't need to fuck around with nope. the new menus. It's just like a new window in yep. the existing system. Oof. Dude. I like it a lot. I'm pogged. Okay, I'm excited about that. Fuck yeah. Yep. <laughs> what's uh? What, what's up? What's up next yeah, was, on the on the dock? I'd say we we hung on that forever. What do you want to go to next? I love it though. Uh, let's see. Oh, so the, the next two are super quick. Um, okay. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk <laughs> recently about uh, copyright yep. stuff. Uh, DMCA, which is the Digital Millennium Digital Millennium copyright act is it millennium or mil i almost said millennial it's the it's the digital <laughs> it's millennial the millennial. <laughs> the millennial copyright act yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah so basically <clears throat> listening to music streaming music on either from youtube from spotify or from some other service um there is always the chance especially given if your content is like saved in a vod you know like it is on yeah. twitch that it can either be muted um on the vod just it's similar to how you get like content ID hit on YouTube mm -hmm. um, or if I guess egregious enough or I, I feel like you'd have to be high profile or something. I don't really know. And I'm not a lawyer, so I don't want to fucking talk about the actual like legal parts of this without yeah. without doing a shit ton of research and literally having a lawyer on here. Um, basically means like imagine if, you know, Disney was watching your stream or got wind of your stream because it got reported to them or something. Yeah. And on your stream, you were watching Star Wars fucking Baby Yoda Chronicles or whatever it's called yeah. live. It's like, no, you don't own. <laughs> Yoda. I don't, I don't, what is it? The Mandalorian. I, I almost said valedictorian. Val Star Wars. <laughs> the, the digital millennial valedictorian act. Exactly. So that, um, but yeah, so then what, what they're yeah. essentially doing is they're saying, You've used this copyright, copyrighted <coughs> stuff with like without permission. You don't own it. Um, usually, what platforms do, like YouTube or Twitch, is they will either, depending on how bad it is, remove the content or remove the content creator. Um, like if you get three uh, yeah. strikes on YouTube, you, they'll delete your channel. And there's like, like it's select the row in the database and hit delete. It's not like suspended. It's not like hidden. Yeah. It's like your shit is gone. Million yep. subscribers, cool. You don't have any now. You know, yep. you don't exist anymore on the platform. Um, so there's been people that have been worried about getting banned from Twitch or whatever. <laughs> I don't actually know how it all started. Um, I just know everybody started talking about it. So one of the things I did was put together my playlist of all of my music. And at some point, it, I might expand it to like other artists. I'm not really sure because I need to look into some of the legal stuff yeah. there. but. 
right now it's like 63 songs um in the, the and i'll put we can put a link in the show notes and stuff on uh to the, yeah. the spotify playlist but it's just called stream safe it's 63 tracks it's like literally <laughs> lo-fi like chill wave synth wave retro wave electronica it's just a bunch of just chill music that's like good to just put on in the background yep. at a low volume while you're while you're you know hanging out and streaming um and i'm given express permission to any content creator streaming on any platform i don't care if it's twitch i don't care if it's mixer i don't care if it's youtube all i will say is that i will not me as the owner of all of the music yeah. will not uh copyright strike dmcau or anything like that um i can't promise that like a system like youtube's wouldn't flag it automatically um but yeah. then usually that's something that like people can typically say like oh well i have permission and then you know get, get it taken care of um, but the real big threat is like a DMCA or, or a content yes. ID strike, which would have to come from me. Um, and yeah. obviously like I would be the biggest douchebag on planet earth if I was like, everybody can use my shit. And all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> and then you, DMCA just throwing like, no, <laughs> just taking people off Twitch. Yeah. So yeah, anybody can listen to him streaming. Just don't yeah. put them in videos. Cause that's a different, a different ball game. But. Yeah. And as I understand it, it was really just, it wasn't really a Twitch thing. I mean, I think it's complicated. I've tried to educate myself a little bit just as a streamer, you know what I mean? But I think it was just, it was a record label or, you know, or a producer or whatever that basically just like sat down, listened to a whole bunch of stuff and DMCA'd a bunch of people. And it was like one thing and uh, Twitch was blindsided by it. It wasn't something it's like, hey, we might start doing this. Like, you know what I mean? But then on the other hand, you can't say... It's that Twitch completely had no responsibility because they've built systems in like the mute, like for the VODs. Like, and we don't really understand why they, they that doesn't happen with clips because it was all clips. There was a few things like people just woke up. They had three DMCA strikes on their channel. Twitch was like, hey, we might have to take serious action. And they were all clips. And it's like, why doesn't the mute function happen for clips? And so it's a complicated thing. But all of that complication can be avoided by finding a playlist. If you're going to listen to music exactly like this, that's the the owner like veritas says i'm just giving you permission you know what i mean like it's it's that's that's the way to just like avoid all of the complication cuz like that might never happen to you it might happen to you tomorrow it's so we can't yeah. really give advice like that but he makes incredible music and he's here to say it's interesting that this happened because uh 2 days ago my boss so i work as a vid uh, videographer for a small production company my boss sent me a link, called me immediately and said, please watch this video and let me know what you think. And it was all of my footage that we did for a... Um, I think it was like Escape from Tarkov <laughs> highlights or something. <laughs> no, it was all of my footage that I filmed, color graded, edited um, for a community with new music. And they cut out all the shots that had our logo or the, any of the animations that I did, it. strung it together with new music and sold it to a builder that that we have worked with in the past and maybe we'll continue to work with. Um, and the builder had no idea. They said, we want a video. We hire a production company. We get a video. You know what I mean? But like he sent me that and I was like, and so it was so interesting because I was, you know, this has been, we've been talking about this for the past few days and it's like, come on, this isn't a big deal. Like, why? Like, why is this a, such a big deal? And then I got, I was like, and I got that feeling. I was like, that's my work. I did that. You know what I mean? Like, and it, I'm not saying it's the same as, you know, Justin Bieber DMCAing somebody. Yeah, but so that's but the was, difference is that, yeah. I mean, and, and this is fucking super complicated, but that's it the is. difference between the equivalent of I'm listening to a song on in the background 
it's not like I'm trying to recreate your music video or exactly. pretend like it's mine or, you exactly. know, but at the same and time, the I music- do under, I do understand like there are certain things that I will call bullshit on when people say fair use and it's transformative. Yeah. If I'm watching Mandalorian <laughs> and I'm going, huh, nice. That's not right. transformative. It's like you're not to a thousand viewers. Yeah. Like a thousand people are not going to then stream it on Amazon or maybe it's only 50 or maybe, but still it's yeah. like, no, you don't have the right. Other people pay for that. Um, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, this is a sticky, sticky fucking situation. At some point but they're going to have to figure out. Um, the- because exactly like you're saying, because the express and that was the difference. Like it kind of jolted me awake to just like, okay, I guess I understand it. But once again, the, the expressed intent was that they wanted to make money off of my work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas with the streaming side, there have been a ton of artists. Like, you know what I mean? Like Clean, Clean's playlist has been insanely helpful to a lot of like indie, um, you know, artists. You know what I mean? And and all sorts of stuff like that. We're like, exactly. Like Clean single-handedly bunch- got me a million streams. Yeah. So... So this is, it, it, it is such a weird thing, right? Where like, because a similar thing, I remember I've heard Deadly Slob tell stories about because he worked for MCNs way back in the day when they were first a thing. And he was telling stories about like the only way to monetize game content was via joining an MCN, which is a multi-channel network. They're not really around anymore. But, and it was because video game developers were like, you're, put, you're playing your, our game and then putting a video on YouTube? Get out of here. And they were like copyright striking. And now you've got Raid Shadow Legends paying every streamer that streams to more than seven viewers $1,000 to play their game. Because yeah. somewhere between then and now, those guys realized, hey, more people play our game if more people see our game. It's so advertising. I feel like it's, exactly. I mean, that's like, more of the thing. The, the elephant in the room is that that's kind of what I'm doing with the playlist. Yeah. At the same yeah. time, I'm yeah, basically like, take yeah. my shit, you know, and listen to it. And the, the, see, the thing is, is that first of all, there's there's only sixty something songs on there. There's going to be more. I'm 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 always making more music. Um, yeah. And like I said, at some point, I might put either some of my friends, like from real life's music, on there as well. And uh, as soon as I iron out all that stuff, but um, but like. It doesn't obviously doesn't cost me anything to let people listen to it. It's good advertising for me. It's yeah. just a win, 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 win. I, I literally can't uh, in yeah. any way, any way complain. I'm never going to say your stream is profiting from my material. Like, fuck yeah, off. exactly. Fuck. Because instead of a thousand people listening to this one song, it's one person listening, but everybody gets to hear like it's such a there's it. There's so many facets to it, but that's kind of that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah, well, it's interesting stuff. So just I mean, listen and, and I'm not, I don't have the old. I don't have. Just do I, it. <laughs> I don't have the only playlist. I'll, I'll put the link in there. There's a bunch of playlists out there that that other content creators make. I like for me to say, listen to my same 63 songs on loop all day, every day, and everybody should listen to it. Everybody would be listening to it, and they'd get fucking sick of it. So like, it's like there's other ones out there. There's a lot of ones that are bigger. There, are a lot of ones that are smaller. Um, just mm-hmm. know that there are things out there like that and uh, yeah, so that you don't have to fucking stress. It just sucks because yes. like I want to play like M83 because I've been listening. Yeah, I've been dude. listening to this one song from them over and over and over again. And uh, I literally am like, well, I'm I'm now afraid I had to delete like 58,000 clips. Uh, I there's this automated 
script that goes through and deletes clips. So I just said, delete everything with less than 100 views. And it was like mm -hmm. tens of thousands of clips that just all are getting deleted. And then now I have to go through and I want to manually yeah. look at all the ones that have more than that. Yeah. Um, one of my one of my most like one of my biggest clips was the day that Shroud raided me for like 50,000 oh, yeah. people. And like my celebration was to like turn on my back cam and like shred along with like Polyphia or something. And now it's like, yeah. well, well, now I, I think I rip. I think I got to fucking delete that. Right. Because it's and like there sticklers, bro. Polyphia. I don't know if you know that. I don't, it's, I don't know if it's them or the the people that manage them or whatever. But like I know that with tabs. Yeah, you like tabs. You, you literally can't get like a tab. You have you to, gotta buy, you have to them. buy them. Yeah, it's and like at the same time, I. Yeah, I, I respect the hustle. It's it's a hundred percent. It's it's a complicated thing. But like Sigma said, she, I, yeah. I'm never gonna tell someone not to tab my music. Like you don't own. Eh. Now maybe like I can see with the the guitar pro ones, especially if they have like official yeah. ones. Um, yeah, or there was like a video of Tim Henson teaching it to you. That's more of a production or whatever. But it's interesting stuff. You know, yeah. Sigma brought up a question, which does make sense. There's a lot of places like this. How do you know that you're truly safe? It's hard, right? Because like technically at any point, Veritas, if he was a douche, he could just be like, I've changed my mind and I'm going to do this. So I feel like it that really comes from either knowing somebody personally, which is why I think for this community, Veritas's playlist is awesome. Um, and then uh, the ju just the trustworthiness of somebody like that. The, the other major one is Harris Heller's um, stream beats playlist is huge. And he, it's just, he's gone so out of his way to like, uh, like he, he added all the songs to the content ID that for YouTube and whitelisted them so that nobody else could pretend that that was their music and then claim Ooh, it. I'll have to look into I would, doing I that. I was going to say, I was going to say you might even DM him or something, but he found a way to do that because he, as soon as he released the playlist, he said that he was like, Hey, for a little while, other people could tell YouTube that they wrote that music, DMCA it. You'd eventually be able to get that resolved, but, but you headaches. don't get paid for your monetized views during the time it was taken down, which is always going to be the most in the first 48 hours or whatever. So he was like, I'm, listing these as my property, as my content, but then telling YouTube to put it on a whitelist so that their content I see software doesn't auto flag it. It's interesting. So a guy like that, I deem as then trustworthy. He is, he's a big... His entire career, the Alpha Gaming Channel was built on helping streamers. Yep. So I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Veritas, I know you personally. If you say, I'm going to let... So it, it kind of comes down to that. But at the end of the day, if somebody says something stream safe, that's probably, even if you don't know them, safer than listening to other music because that person's probably at least less likely to do it than like a record label. But yeah, that's why I'm avoiding putting other artists on there just because yeah. it's, it's now I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm liable for my playlist. So then now I'm responsible for all these other fucking people's music. Yeah. And if you know anything about like music and distribution, you don't even feel like you own your own shit. Because you go onto Google and you type in Veritas and it's like 27 <laughs> people named Veritas. There's like a, 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 a there's like a Catholic. It's almost like Veggie Tales, like cartoon kind of Jesusy music. And then there's like another one that's like a, a an acapella group with like ten dudes, and they're all the same. It's all the same artist. It's all Veritas, yeah. 
And so you have to like go through and it's like a six month process to like open up a ticket, but you can't go through Google. I have to go through my distributor. So it's like a lot of fucking work you have to go through yeah. um, to, to, to deal with all that stuff. So again, that's why every, every song on there right now is my own uh, so that nobody has to, nobody has to worry about it. Nobody's going to be DMCAing anybody. Uh, yeah. You know, so. So do your own research, but know that there are options out there. Yep. And that was going to be quick, um, but it ended up not being quick. I will make this Good next one, enough. this next one quick. Um, uh, homie Morphe over at uh, the wiki, um, who also helped a bunch with Battle Buddy. Um, he picked up the reins that had been gently placed down in the dirt uh, from the, uh, the homie that worked on the Android app, uh, Battle Buddy back in the day. He had some life stuff. Like he had to go, I, I I didn't pay the guy. It was a volunteer work. So, you know, I'm not going to be like, you, you can't leave. Uh, (laughs) he had some shit, so he wasn't able to work on it. Um, but Morphe, um, like I said, the guy that works on the wiki, uh, he picked up the reins and put a bunch of updates into the Android app that will be live over the next couple of days. Um, that's essentially, it's primarily just performance because there was some like scrolling and some crashing and like it was, wasn't Mm. super performant. Um, going through the lists and loading images and stuff. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that because uh, that that's, that's going to awesome. be, people have been asking about that forever now. So, it, yeah. It, and I think he's planning on adding some more features soon. And then especially now, because I'm, um, you know, between jobs, I might actually have some time to maybe implement some more features. We'll see. I don't know. Um, there's a lot I want to do. And I always end up getting ambitious and then overwhelmed and then, <laughs> and then I just want to make videos and stuff. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But so that's coming soon. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, cool. I think the other the other two big things are drops and streets of Tarkov. I don't know what I, I don't know how much you have to say about about drops or what your opinion is on it. I honestly like other than me having drops coming this Thursday, um, yeah. which I believe is the 18th. Um yeah, Thursday the 18th, so all of drops. I'm going to attempt my first 24-hour stream. I've never done. Ooh. I've done I've done 18-hour streams before, but I've never I've never yeah. actually like tried to, mostly because I've had jobs and it would fucking destroy yeah. me, but like I could be yeah. destroyed, you know, and just like just sleep in on Friday. Um but um but I'm looking forward to that. Otherwise, like I don't know, I, people have been I haven't gotten any drops even though I've had a few streams just open kind of like by accident as right. I normally do just you know when I host somebody I usually leave their stream open or whatever I'm sure I've had something yeah. open um <laughs> yeah it's been largely inconsequential for for me yeah well I mean it's just it's interesting stuff I mean I I agree I did, I've gotten quite a few but that's just because I've made sure to have a tab open on my computer basically 24 7 they kind of changed it up this time in two ways one it's super long it was like 11 or 12 days of drops whereas I felt like last time it was like five or six um and then they kind of did the debate where like all day, day one, people were getting splints. And then day two, day two, they tweeted out. They said day two of the drops event, the drops get more interesting over time. But now it's the five years split. <laughs> they didn't say that. So I felt like day one was people like, it was like 200,000 people watching for drops. And it was like, I just got painkillers, dude. Like, but it's fine. I mean, I've gotten like a fast MT and a few things like it's cool, but. I just found that interesting that they didn't really like tell people that <laughs> until day two, but, um, but it's cool. It's fun. I mean, like they, they said at the bottom of the thing that they were doing, like part of what they want to do is like test server stability. Um, 
which they I confirmed think is, that because I I was like if good. they were smart that's what they would say. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's true, right? Because like, so we know what it was like when point twelve hit, and then the drops hit. I mean, you remember the like thirty minute queues, twenty two minute queues, like sitting. I and remember just not. I couldn't. Like, I couldn't even download the update. Okay, let alone right? play the game. Yes, and nobody's talking about the fact that when twelve point six came out, they tweeted out two days later. They said we just hit two hundred thousand concurrent players. And my queue times have been great. You know what I mean? Four minutes as opposed to two minutes during the week of the wipe. I don't have you know enough I mean? time like, to record my shit. Exactly. I'm usually I'm playing music and I, it's not enough time. Exactly. I mean, yeah, if you scav reserve, you're going to wait 10 minutes because all wipe, all anybody ever does is scav reserve. But other than that, it's pretty amazing. It drops event. We're hitting record numbers again of people watching and playing. My queue times are fine. So... Maybe it was BS that they put at the bottom to, to, you know, save themselves. You know what I mean? Like whatever. But from my perspective, it's like, it, it's, it's working. You know what I mean? Like they 200,000 people playing this game at one time and my queue times are relatively unaffected. Like if they were, if they were quadruply (laughs) smart, they would have, if they did something that they're testing, maybe I missed it. But like, you'd think that they said, Hey, we brought up X servers online and we've, had our load balancing of our clusters or blah, 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 like, right. Like something along the lines of we made a bunch of changes that should improve server <laughs> yeah. stability drops are, are testing that. Then I would be like, whatever you guys did is fucking radical. Right. Yeah. As opposed to everything is fine. And then you say yeah. you're testing. It's like, but I think, I think it was the opposite of that. I think they were scared to say we're trying something new because if it failed, then it would just be like, you guys can't do anything. You guys can't make this stupid video game. Like, so I think they were. Uh, I mean, it's a lose lose when it comes to the fucking. It is. It but always is. I said to say the drops. It's cool. It doesn't it's, seem like the economy has been affected at all in any way because it's well, all found and made. And that's the other thing. That's so true. I also found that funny. Right, the wipe just happened. What less than a month ago, and in the patch notes for the wipe, they were like, the find and raid flea market means anything that's not found in raid can't be put on the flea market. And the next patch note was all items received from quest rewards, um, blank, blank, blank and drop events will be considered found in raid. Three weeks later, they announced the drop event. And then the day after that, they said they retweeted their own tweet and said, by the way, none of this is going to be found in raid, which once again, I wasn't mad about. I was actually prefer this way, but I just found it interesting that it was just like just a month ago, you said it was found in raid, but but yeah, the market hasn't been destroyed yet because... So they haven't destroyed the market. It hasn't killed progression and the servers are running fine. And there's a hundred and something thousand people watching Anton or whatever. Like, what's yep. the... I don't see a fucking downside, bud. I don't either, dude. But yeah. But I think that's it. Like, we don't have to hang on it long. I just think uh, basically that's what... Uh, there, there's wild, wildly different opinions out there for a million different reasons. But all I wanted to do was kind of like take a second to objectively look at the fact that like there's 200,000 people playing this game. If we all love this game, we want more people playing the game. We got more. I want it all to myself. No, no, no. I want to be the only fucking person. A lot of smaller creators. It's just like it feels like a win. I'm not saying there are absolutely no cons or negatives, but it's just like, man, it feels like the fact that we have 200,000 people playing this game right now and I can get into a factory raid in five minutes. I think that's great. Amen. But the other thing, the other big thing is that the PC Gaming Show 
we got a look at Streets of Tarkov. I'm so hyped about this, by the way. Streets. I'm so hyped about this. <laughs> Streets of Tarkov. 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 I, I, I actually gambled when I hit the effects button. I had no <laughs> idea what the fucking setting was. It could have been this one. Is this the bet? No, that's not the bad one. This oh. I don't know why. That's why a default. I don't. It's a default. It's like child Ooh. robot, which basically means ice pick in the ear is what the fucking mm -hmm. red rebel right into the ear. It's a red rebel. Oh my god! I should just change that preset to red rebel plus eardrum. Um, um, yeah. So we could, uh, if you want, we can swap over and we can uh, yes. we can watch it because honestly, like I was just watching it, like yeah, oh shit, reading chat, looking at it, I forget. Everything except the end when he pans up at the at the skyscrapers. The skyscraper, yeah. And I'm like, can you get in there? Or is that a JPEG? Is that a JPEG in, in the distance? Or can I get in there? You know what? Oh, fuck. That must be the... You know how they, like, added at one point on all the maps? Like, all of a sudden, you look off in the distance like it's fucking Oz. The city of Oz. Yeah. Like, you could see yeah, the sky. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, what... Oh, 100%. That's I'm streets of Tarkov. I mean, I I guess I I had the obvious epiphany just three days late. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be. We're gonna record this, and then I'm gonna cut out all of the video of us watching the uh, streets of Tarkov oh, teaser yeah. trailer for the audio portion. Yeah. So essentially, what I'm doing as we speak right now is this will be the audio intro. Uh, and then I'm going to cut that out. So it, you'll be able to go to YouTube. If you actually watch the podcast video on YouTube, it'll be up on my channel. You'll be able to see um, us watching the, the teaser for Streets of Tarkov, as well as um, like going through moment by moment and seeing if there's anything, you know, we can suss out about, you know, the, the teaser mm -hmm. or anything we can learn about the size of the map or the environment or whatever. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, so if you want to see that, you'll have to go to YouTube. Now I just want to play Tarkov, dude. Bro, I, we have got to get the, uh, the extracting your loot up on the priority list somehow in anticipation of streets. I mean, I've been talking to Nikita about that forever. Really? It's, yeah, it's not. Because at, when we were talking about that, I, I real that would fix things today you know what i mean like like i said like you know what i mean the, when i finally found that gas analyzer that raid was over if i was in the raid for two minutes i laid in a bush for the other eight to make sure i got it survived and i extracted and there was one less enemy for people to engage with you know what i mean that raid was over for me but if i could run and either pay a fee or wait a certain amount of time extract that thing and then go back into the raid the solo experience would be heightened a lot and like you were saying, it's not breaking the game. It's just eliminating the extract, turn my gas analyzer in, complete the quest, uh, refill my hydration, the three ammo that I shot, back into a raid. Six minutes later, I'm in a raid. It just deletes that. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, yeah. And, but then, and then for Streets of Tarkov, if we're talking a three hour timer and a huge map, then it just, it feels almost necessary. You know? Yeah. And it also, I mean, it, it, it adds to like, now I'm going to be here for a while. My hydration and all, and like the meds I bring in, like now that all fucking matters. Whereas now it like yeah. really doesn't, you know, like the only time hydration or anything comes in to, to play is if you 
it's every six raids, you know, because then it's like yeah. it's now down to 20 and then, you know, you get your stomach black. You're going to see a message pretty much right away. So it's not really yeah. like a risk anymore. It really yeah. is like it just continuously goes down. Yeah. Uh, if you do a bunch of raids in a row until um, until it's low once and you just like right click on a fucking thing of crackers and 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 half of a bottle of water and you're fine again yeah it's just yeah. inconvenient so yeah mm. and then it would make streets feel like like the like the raid like we use we use raid as like we go into a raid but then in the like mmo community a raid is like the end game content right like a wow raid or a destiny raid it's gonna take me four hours to complete this raid well then streets when you bring your lap card is tarkov's raid Mm-hmm. It's I'm going to go in and I'm going to maybe get some supplies or get into some PVP. I'm going to enter into labs. This is where this is the maybe one and only place I can get God tier loot. We're talking slicks. You know what I mean? 995. I go in there. I get that. I get out. I either have to extract it to stay in the raid or leave the raid. There's so much risk in getting into labs that the reward that labs offers now, which is slick armors, valves, great ammo, seems worth it because it's it's I mean it's a raid you're risking so much time yeah you know what I mean if on your way out of labs you die that risk has to be there has to be like an equal reward you know what I mean so like but if that, you that, go in and you are able to extract a, at least one box of yeah. loot and then on your second or third or your fourth trip you die then the raid was yeah. in, in some way a success exactly i paid for my kit i may not have been able to make it out with this all this crazy stuff i found after that but it wasn't a completely net loss to run gear because if they push trees and tarkov right in right now with labs it's only mosins right because the risk yeah. increases but the potential for reward does not increase i can only fit one or two pmc's worth of stuff on my character before i extract that's a max profit potential but the risk of streets of tarkov increases insanely yeah so it's going to be Mosins, Mosins all day so long. So you you but. you you risk whatever you 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 do. Sorry, you reduce your investment. Yes, because you're capped yes. at your possible return. Possible return. But if I can if I can return if I if a really skilled player can extract two or three times worth of stuff out of that raid, then then it makes it worth it to me to go in more geared because I have a higher percentage of it, making it through my first encounter. And that first encounter might pay for my kit. I go ahead and get that out of there. And now I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm in Streets of Tarkov with two and a half hours left. It's all profit from here. Yep. And I'm glad I've got my gun and my armor and my helmet because if it's all profit from here, I want to do well. So, Yeah. Damn. Well, I'm, 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 I, I even hate to admit that I'm getting like excited again because I hate to get excited <laughs> for something only to be like let down by something else. In yeah, the yeah, future. yeah. But, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to get to spend in this next week to see if I can't actually draw Whoa. like a design doc for those like three features we talked about earlier. Those are um, awesome. And then, uh, maybe we'll touch, we'll, we'll touch back on that, uh, next week. Um, we want to get some guests on here soon. It's a little crazy right now with uh, with yeah, wipes and with everything going on. I mean, sorry, with the yeah drop uh, drops and everything going on. But yeah, um, yeah. But soon, Damn. awesome. Well, well, dude, this was this was great. This was awesome stuff. A lot of exciting things happening and exciting things coming. Fuck yeah, buddy. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, uh, if it's your first time here, this is a weekly show, so we'll be back next week to do another one. Um, and thank you all so much for watching. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.